0: Hello and welcome to the Sports grade Podcast. My name is Ryan Walker, and with me is the Steam Train,
1: Reuben Williams. How are you, mate? <laughs> I'm brilliant. Thank you, Ryan. It's a pleasure to be chatting with you as always. How are you? I'm fantastic. You know, you know it's going to be a good pod when we're already laughing during the
0: intro, and always just mate, then always. it's all. As I'm presenting it, you're laughing. So I guess oh, the feeling's good.
1: I don't, well, the best, I get to look at you every time we do this and it makes me smile. So it brings a lot of energy to me to this podcast with you.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, we're 123 in now. So you'd hope that we do enjoy these podcasts together. Um, I certainly do. And I love a bite size. Uh, so without further ado, let's get cracking. We can't continue without talking about our great friends at Deakin University where every Mm. single course is backed by industry experts. So, you can be confident that you'll get the job you want with a degree that employers want. Deakin University, progressive real-world learning. Mm. Brilliant folk over there. Absolutely. And obviously, your favorite and my favorite university in the entirety Mm. of Australia. (laughs) Is that a word? Entirety? I think it is, Um, but no, can't thank Deacon enough, our good friends um, over there. Um, If you want to learn more about who we are, what we do, or want to ask us any questions, feel free to connect with us on LinkedIn. You can find a link to do so in the show notes. Today, Rubes, we are talking about how to know your career is on track, uh, which comes from the principle number eight of how to get a job in sport without getting lucky, our 100th episode so the great man who i mean i wouldn't want to know about this topic any more than that doesn't make sense oh. <laughs> so the great man who i know is probably the most versed in uh, in sharing this anything
1: about this topic is the great reuben williams so i'll <laughs> hand it over to you mate Thank you, Ryan. We finally arrived. We, uh, we introduced the eight principles in episode 100. Uh, we loved them. People loved hearing about it. We've made our way through them one by one over the last, I don't know, eight weeks. And uh, we're at the end of it. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to miss the eight principles. But the eighth principle reads, invest so much time that it worries you if it will all be worth it. That's how you know you're on the right track. Now Ryan when you're pursuing a career in anything until you've got a job you never really know if what you're doing is the right thing or if you're doing enough and so it's important to find ways to just to keep yourself on track to kind of allow yourself to keep moving because you really you're just following a vision you've got a vision for your career that is in some organization in some dream job in the future and you're just trying to do everything you can to get there but you need things to motivate you along the way along the way and often of that's just like different checkpoints or markers of doing the right things. Now, when you're investing so much time that it worries you if it will all be worth it, what you're actually doing during that period when you're working on a career, if you break it down, you're either building up skills or you're building up networks. If you're spending time volunteering, doing internships, doing unpaid work, you're meeting new people all the time. You know, if you're you're at a community football club, you're meeting parents, you're meeting committee members, you're meeting coaches, you're meeting players. There's so many people who you just don't know who might be able to help you. Like all these networks are so important. When you're going through university as well, every time you jump into class, you're meeting, you know, classmates who can help you down the track. I'm connected with some classmates at the moment who are doing fantastic things in other organizations and it's brilliant to still be in touch with them. And the whole way through, even if it feels like a grind, you're building up skills, your capability is constantly improving. Um, And both of these things are crucial to get a job because at the end of the day, to get a job you have to convince someone to trust you enough that you can do the job. So if you're out there grinding and it feels like you're going nowhere and you're feeling close to burning out and you probably think I've just invested three years of my life for, for no return, the reality is you're constantly building up skills and you're constantly building networks. And the more that you invest in it, the greater chance you have of somebody else coming along and actually being able to identify your value. But if you almost want to guarantee a job in sport, right, you seriously have to push yourself to be in the top 1%. Now, I'm going to give you a personal example. Mind me while I indulge for a second. But um... <laughs> I love hearing your story. That's weird. So I've never heard it. So please, go. Sure. So... I'll take you back Ryan, to March 2017, and I was doing an internship with Australian University Sport. I was uh, had a job at uh, Paran Junior Football Club. I was the president of the Deakin University Sports Society. I had an exercise science internship going on with ESS Performance. I was on the committee of my local football club, St. Mary's Salesian, my local cricket club, Wycliffe Cricket Club. And then i just joined the Hawthorne Football Club to take on a volunteer opportunity with their community schools program as well. And I was in the car with my mate Cam and he was driving me to cricket training one day. And we were in the car, heading to cricket training and he I told him, I've just got this new opportunity with the Hawthorne Football Club. And he says to me, Ruben, is this one actually going to pay you? And I said to him, no, but hopefully one day somebody will. And before I graduated, that someone was Cricket Australia. Now, to give you some context to this, there's 400 people in my cohort who graduated, and I was the only person who started my career at Cricket Australia. The year before me, our good friend, Franny Tay, who you know very well, Ryan. Absolutely. She was one of the 400 of her. She was the only person in the cohort of 400 to graduate from our university, deacon and go straight into Cricket Australia. The following year was another good friend of ours, Kunal Sheth, who, uh, again, only person to go in. Now works at Kojo, which is there you an go. unbelievable organization as well. Continuing up. Yeah. Now, the reason I'm sharing this, Ryan, is because so many people that we talk to us tell us that they dream of working at the biggest organizations and the biggest teams in the world. And I'm not sharing this to show off or anything like that, but to give you a bit of a reality check of how many opportunities are available and how many people actually get them. But if you wanna be in the top 1% who get these jobs, you need to find ways to check in and understand if you're doing enough. So here's your bar- here's your barometer. If you wanna you check you're doing the right things, just stop, look around you. Are your peers doing more, less or the same as you? And that will tell you if you need to step it up or carry on and so when you start to feel a pinch when it starts putting pressure on your social life when you're volunteering so much that you haven't seen your friends in a few weeks and you can no longer play amateur sport or other things are starting to you know be sacrificed for your career and you're worried that this $30,000 debt or more that's hanging over your head that you've you know invested three years of your life into is going to all be worth it that's when you know you're in the right path when you seriously at that point where you don't know if it's going to be worth it, keep going. You're building up skills. You're building up networks. If you're doing more than the people around you, you will be rewarded for it in time. Beautiful. I I love how, um, obviously we spoke about Deacon
0: at the start, but right there, there's three people in consecutive years that all made their way to almost like their dream organization where they wanted to work. Mm. Uh, and, like, you're dead right with the 1%. Like, it's one each year. Mm. So, if, if if you think you're just going to be doing the same as everyone else, it's mm. probably not going to happen. Like, no. Because 400 people are all doing a certain level.
1: Yeah. So it's, And and you're another example. Like, how many people graduated from uh, Notre Dame?
0: I mean, pr- uh, yeah, probably similar. Similar mm. amount. Um, mm. But, yeah, like you don't, it's not common. Like, I don't look out there and be like, oh, they work at the AFL, they work at CA, they work at tennis, they work at Mm. cricket, whatever. You you don't see it. So, it's the the people who do do those extra little things. Mm. And exactly the barometer, as you mentioned before, you know, sacrifice is almost one of the key things here because Mm. if if you don't do those things, yeah, you you could get lucky and, and do it. But it's probably unlikely. So Yeah.
1: Go that. I'll, I'll share I'll share with you a very real example. It was May twenty seventeen and I was up on the Gold Coast for a conference with Australian University Sport and it ran for, for three days at the start of the week. And over the weekend I just recorded an interview for the SportsGrad YouTube channel. And I was trying to edit that to get it out by Thursday. I was trying to attend this conference and meet lots of people and do my job there. And then for the Deakin University Sports Society, we were running a speed networking event on the Wednesday night. So I was trying to go to this conference. They needed me to be up at like 6.30 every morning, which is not good for me. Um, and then I had to fly back to Melbourne. I had to edit this podcast or you know YouTube interview. I arrived in Melbourne, went straight to Deakin University, ran the event, and then got home from the speed networking night at like 10 30 and I remember just like collapsing on my bed and I was like, I'm, I'm finished. I can't, I can't do anymore. This is it. I'm at breaking point. And I was just like, like, I know I'm on the right track and I know I'm doing all these good things and I know they're really valuable, but I just want like some reward for it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's tough. Like it's seriously tough. And that was in May and I didn't get a job until September. Yeah. So you've really just got to kind of acknowledge those moments, pat yourself on the back Pick yourself up and keep going. Yeah. No, very
0: good, mate. I think that's a that's a great message. So nice one and great to hear your story. Uh lost to takeaway. So fantastic. <laughs> That'll wrap us up. One, two, three in the book. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.